Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Hey. Welcome to the Jackie and Laurie show. You're Laurie Kilmartin. And you're Jackie Cation. Welcome to our show. Here it is at Nerdist, you guys. We're doing it. I was very distracted by the sound of laughter downstairs they're playing, at the Meltdown. Yeah, here we are at the Meltdown Comic Books where they're playing uh, D&D 5th Edition. Yeah. You know 5th Edition. I'm not, I'm not used to laughter in the daytime. It <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. Daytime <laughs> is for depression and sadness. Laughter right. and is some for sort the of night. Law and Order marathon. Is that sort of <laughs> yes. some sort of long naps in, in between ma- masturbation technique? Oh, goodness. Um, um, I don't know how you do the road. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, I don't yeah, know, I, I don't know more, what your three o'clock nap I is all about. I masturbate more to docs. So making oh, a murderer, for example. <laughs> oh Stephen Avery, uh, he did give me a good one. Uh, when oh. he's cleaned up, he's not horrible. <laughs> No, wow, he was horrible. He was horrible. That, that something about that also appealed to me in a really disgusting way. That is a lot. I could introduce you to any number of gentlemen from Wisconsin who look Keep exactly like that. Keep me away from like your that. Wisconsin friends. My, <laughs> I think those are relatives. I know. <laughs> so. I know. We all have, we all have a, an offshoot of our family that's just like that. I mean, yeah. I do, and we're very in s- every state in the yes. union. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to I'm going to Washington State uh, mm-hmm. when this will drop, and yeah. I have to say that. Uh, you get out of Seattle. Any, I, I'm in oh, Tacoma, yeah. right? And already people in Seattle make fun of Tacoma. Yeah, and you're like, why? Why? It's warring trailer parks. Who gives a shit? <laughs> and uh, which isn't. I mean, the people of Seattle yeah. are like, no, we're we're tech people. And I was like, I think they're tech people in Tacoma. I I can't tell the difference. It it's, seems very I, lovely. I think Tacoma has. Uh, it's. It got a little the air of Modesto to it versus when you compare it to Seattle, which is of course oh, okay. very a light. Oh, it's a little uh, more San blue color versus white color. Or? Very blue. I, I okay. bet there's a pro uh, choice billboard somewhere in Tacoma, <laughs> or within 20 minutes of I, it. I'm staying there's at the beating Mur- Murano Glass uh, Hotel. It's an awesome. You know, it is. Yeah. It is. It's very beautiful. They, they've they, they've done some good work with glass. And yeah, they've brought it into Tacoma. To it jazz is really up cool. The, the town. So. How was um so this is how was your New Year's Eve gig? Did you have one? I didn't have one. You did work. I did. I I don't want I don't like it, but but you did a hell of a gig, didn't you? With, I, well, uh, it Chad was Daniels a fun gig. Okay, so it's you worked it was, with a bunch of great comics. Yes, right? three nights at Cobb's in San Francisco, which is big. It's a huge room. None of none of us were <laughs> can fill Cobb's, <laughs> but together we. All, so the first two nights, it was yeah. me uh, and Jacob Siroff. Yep. Who I was informed I called him Jason for ten years straight, and he never corrected me. <laughs> but I am well, that was a good sport. Yeah, I'm yeah. on point now. And Chad Daniels, okay, who, who so does not have a crush on Chad Daniels, he's so oh, adorable. Ch- Chad Daniels is adorable, yes. and he's so funny. Yeah, and it's just smart, funny, and you're just like, yeah. I wonder if how I could get that on me. <laughs> uh, it's kind of that genius thing. I, Both I don't know Jacob why I, and I were plotting, and neither exactly. of us were successful. Right there, you go. And then, which and is the, probably for the best. We can talk about that. Always for the best. Always for. I didn't want to judge. Yeah, no, yeah. It's always for the best. <laughs> but uh, so there's a, and then the third night, uh, us three plus uh, Scott Capurro, uh, San Francisco-based guy. But oh, he's, good. He's half the time in London. He has this exotic comedy life that I I wish wow. I was leading. Sometimes he and yeah. Tom Rhodes just they do all these. They're in Hong Kong. They do all these fucking amazing gigs all over the world. But I know I would I, love to do one day. I, I did Hong Kong, but I have to tell you that. 
that uh, when I saw Tom Rhodes, because it's never enough. It's never enough. Right. I'm just like, my career is amazing. Yeah. According to every other comic who is like looking at my career, they're like, yeah. oh my God, your career is amazing. But I'm mm-hmm. like, well, did you see Tom Rhodes got to play Paris last year? Yeah. And I'm like, I want to play Paris. And why would I? Y- you can't complain. You can only complain up. You cannot complain <laughs> down. You cannot complain. La- I mean, you can complain laterally, but that's it. There's too many directions in that uh, metaphor, but I think I know what you mean. You know, you, you know, like like if I started talking to comics who don't get to even work the road right. or who never got to do co- TV, right. you're like, oh, shut up. Nobody oh, exactly. Wants to, yeah. You got to so, go to con con. But yeah. between, between you and I, yes. yes. Let there and be, let, this is between you and I. It is between you and I. We're, the we're only not optimistic about our listeners. <laughs> Hi, guys. Um, <laughs> how's it going out there? So, um, so Scott's there, and it's great to see him because we came up together in San Francisco. Oh, that's great. And uh, um, Karen Kilgariff and Drennan Davis, oh. who, are, who do uh, funny songs, which yes. doesn't sound funny, but they're great at it. Oh, like, my gosh. They do funny stuff. It's written funny. They're both really great performers. Karen has I the saw voice her last of night. an angel. She, yeah. so, and, and her, I remember when she first started playing the guitar here yeah. in Los Angeles, and it was bad. She would make jokes about how bad a guitar she was. Yeah. And then like a year ago, I saw her play, and I said, Wow, you're really good now. And she goes, I know, I lost all that material. Like, She's like, <laughs> yeah. all I do is sit around and play guitar. There, it was <laughs> so, it was lovely and yeah. it was funny and um, it's so smart and funny and dark and yes. great, all the good things. And Kevin Avery, who's a San Francisco oh, guy yeah. from, he's from a, a newer generation, right? So he's Scott. He came after Scott and I, and uh, he's also writing on John Oliver right now. So right? he's like got Peabody's and Emmy nominations all over the right. place. Just um, he can't sit. There's so, too many statues. <laughs> yeah, possible statue space. Yeah, yeah. And MC uh, Tony Kameen. Oh, my God. Tony Kameen. Again, I started People with him. People find I've known Tony him forever. He's, yeah. he's the unfan... Man, if we ever do an honorary dude that we say, you should fucking know who this comic is, right. it should be Tony Kameen. Tony Kameen is one of them, for Hilarious. sure. Just because it's, he's... Yeah, the, so he, Why is he so well-kept as yeah. a secret? Yeah, I don't know. It isn't cool. Just because he's great. Yeah. Um, so it was it was awesome. But it was like, okay, so I on New Year's Eve, you know, Molly, who books the punchline, right. is like, do you have a plus one? No, thanks, but I don't. <laughs> and then, so I take Bart in by neat, myself. Neat, neat. I walk up Kearney. And at, at this time, you know, I'm, I feel so lucky to be working. And right. I feel so like I'm working in San Francisco. It's you it's all magic and yeah. life highlights right happening right now. <laughs> Christmas trees and beautiful stuff. And okay. I go, I sit in a restaurant. I eat by myself on New Year's Eve full of couples who are, sure. you know, in love or faking it. They look like it to me. Right. At least they're on dates. Something's happening yes. there together. Yes. And I, and I felt... I felt like, man, am I, you know, there's, uh, maybe I've just been a comic so long. I'm really good at being alone. I'm really good at it. And I'm almost too good at it. And I feel like I've become like, if you ever see those trees on the Monterey coast where the wind has pushed them for so oh. many hundreds of years, they lean to they the, grow to over the, the edge. Yes. Yes. And they never, the, when the wind is not there, they still stay that way. Yeah. I feel like I've, I've gr- I've been pushed a certain way. You've grown in that direction by comedy, and yeah. I don't know that I'm ever going to connect with somebody unless they're also broken in that same way. No, no. I uh, literally twelve years ago, mm-hmm. I said I wanted a boyfriend, and that's all I said because I had I felt that comedy had done that. You know, right. you're just like. I'm just used to being alone, and I actually genuinely like being alone. Right. I am good except at it. Except for the occasional for, crushing loneliness. Right, except for the occasional crushing loneliness. <laughs> I'm completely... <laughs> so I decided to do the fucking online dating, mm-hmm. and I did it, And but what I went with, and we've had this conversation before, is that you have to choose, because as... 
I don't know if it's just as comedians or as women comics, but I always was like, I would never let anyone be nice to me. Yeah. I was like, well, that's not funny. How is it hilarious that you're being nice to me and that you like me a lot? Right. Where's the comedy there? Right. Well, it turns out it doesn't have to all be comedy. It can just be love. It, you know, and I'm, I didn't go in yeah. hiring the caterers. I went in just going, you know what I would like? A monogamous. <laughs> you the caterer. Right. I'm right, going, right, right. I just want a boyfriend. I want right. someone who's not going to be screwing anyone else but me. Yeah. I'm not going to screw anyone but him. And then we can go forward from that and whatever happens from that. And so... My expectations were nicely low, like a comics ought to be. Yeah. But yes. with You're with right. a big expectation of letting someone be nice to me. And that it didn't have to be a comic and it didn't have to be it didn't have to be anything. Well, it my, just had to be someone who yeah. I wanted to be nice to and I am attracted to assholes. You have always been attracted but so was I. Really? Yeah, I've always. Are you kidding? I have a litany of stand up comics that just comics and, and alphas. And just Yes. Alphas are fake alphas. Right. You know, who, who are like, they. Betas, I, betas wishing they were alphas. Betas who, who wouldn't call themselves alphas, but are probably alphas just because they have microphones. Oh, right. You know? Yeah. And so it just, there was no point to it. it it's like, it's like having a crush on, on the guy you're working with where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, it'd be great if he liked me back. And then you're like, Oh no! It actually would not be. It would be <laughs> it would a terrible. Be the, worst. be the worst if he liked me back. <laughs> so I've had so many yeah. crushes on so many comics, and I know. it's yeah. I know. I had so. I had a, a baby. That's how how crushed I got by a comic. <laughs> right. <laughs> Luckily, uh, I uh, <laughs> I love that joke about why you got pregnant. Oh my god! Uh, that is the greatest because I uh, yeah yeah could have happened to any of us anyway. Um, so, what, but you ran into you said you ran into Garofalo. Oh too. yes, was so that in New York? In two New weeks York. Ago? Yeah. So I've in this you we we should never talk between podcasts, but we did. You told me <laughs> right. that some guy you did a podcast with yesterday, somebody whose name you can't remember. Yeah, just, I can't remember. You go. He said, uh, "Lori Kimmerin hates me." And right. I'm like, what? I don't hate. I don't think I hate anybody. Yeah. And I get angry that this person was thinking they were. Uh, they understood my emotions. <laughs> some nameless comic knows me. Fuck you. I don't hate you. But now I do so, hate you for. Right. But then, then I realized. Like, now I don't want to tell you his name because I just remembered it. Anyway. I'm the I'm the type of person that if I don't know how you feel about me, I'll make up your emotion, and it's never good. You always that's, you hate me. But that's a class. That's, that's a, exactly what yes. he did. I know it's what he did. Yeah. How di- that's my move, fucko. <laughs> fucking hack. Well, the weirdest thing from me. We were just talking about how because um, somebody else said, "Oh, I, yeah." Andy Wood said that Mark Maron didn't like him. And I yeah. said, here's how you'll know that Mark Maron <laughs> likes you is when Mark Maron comes up to you out of the blue and says, why don't you like me? <laughs> and you're like, wait, you're the one I thought you didn't. And he's like, what do you mean? And then then you'll realize yeah. that you uh, are you both like each other and it should be. Fun. Yeah. And it's all comics. And it's we've a, all we're all crazy. Yeah. yeah we're There's all just always... spinning some yes. sort of weird. Dialogue. Yes, yes. There's lots of interior who just if you could just slice open a comic and and listen, watch their brain thoughts for a I, day, you'd be oh, just like, so like a record groove. Yeah. Like if you could cut them in half and then put the needle down just yeah. somewhere in the middle and go, oh, no, that's yeah, not no, real. No, no, no. That actually isn't anything. <laughs> you might want to back up. This person has my phone number? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so You're so in I New York. J- so Janine Garofalo is on the same show as me at the stand. And um, I get there late, you know, and I, I missed her set, which I would have loved to have seen. But I had always thought, oh, she didn't like me. She's an all comic. I was, you know, I, she thought I was a road hack. That's that's. 
my oh, story. That was, I told oh, that was myself. the story you were. Okay. Although there was that division in the early '90s of if you didn't move to LA and do. Oh, it, it was a lot more it separate. Felt. It was a lot more separate yes. in '99 and '97. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. a lot so more I, like that. I've had this chip on my shoulder, and then I Fantastic. just. I went up and I and I just introduced myself. Oh, good. I, and she goes, "Hey," and and I go, "It's Lori Kilmer," and and she she goes, "Oh yeah, I knew, I knew you." San and, Francisco, right? Yeah, and we yeah. were just kind of talking as we're the same age, and we right. we're still doing spots. It's almost like. I don't know if there was any sort of division, but it was just nice to have a quick chat and go, mm-hmm. wow, it's nice to see you. And we're still we're still working. Right. Right. It's know. more of that. That's your yeah. favorite thing, though. Yeah. You love to see women of our age going, oh, my God, we're still doing comedy. Yes. It's genuinely your favorite it's my, thing. It's very exciting to me. And I'm always <laughs> excited that I'm because, st- dude, there are so many great comics now. Yeah. Like, it, you know, a long time ago, there weren't that many female comics. So once you were good, right. you'd get all the low-paying gigs. Right. There was a, if there was a shitty gig, you yeah, got it. Yes. But now there's a ton of funny women. Yep. And there's a ton of funny dudes, too. And we're all we're still scrambling for the same. Yeah, yeah. We're at the same 52 weeks a year. The Punchline has to book. Or every yeah. club has to book. And if, uh, you for know, sure. and if you're not famous, famous, yeah. and you're, you know, you're competing with a lot of people who also have, you know, a couple, 10 or 20 or 30,000. Twitter followers like you're right. we're we're all in the same there's, pool the, yeah there's a lot of people at that sort of same level yes. that are also really really talented yeah. and really gifted men and, and women all do a great job right and so, so we're not getting the freak show votes that we used to get yes but I'm I'm okay that's a trade-off yeah you know it's like mm-hmm. when people say oh yeah but you'd love it if Trump became president because then you'd have comedy to write I'm like no <laughs> no, I'm willing to write other material. Yeah, uh, I mean, for the who, rest of my damn Muslim life. comics would really clean up, though. Oh, but yeah, just and, like and it's what they're as, looking as they for. did after September 12th on. It was a it, <laughs> it was, was just a great renaissance boat. for Muslim comics, <laughs> and Hispanics would also do really well. So. Yeah, it's really just if yeah, only the, the oppressed group can. If there's a funny person, you remember in it, really how the Jews around. really flourished right after World War II. <laughs> <They did. laughs> Yeah, but I think they were doing fine before World War Two. Yeah, and now, I don't think they traded. I think you know they go, hey, we'll give away we'll give away Woody Allen if we don't have the Holocaust. I mean, I'm not Jewish, but I think that they would make that deal. <laughs> oh, I think I think, and Woody Allen <laughs> might have taken a bullet if he could have had one more, I don't know, eighteen or nineteen year old girl to sleep with right before it happened. Right, but I was like, I will go into the guest. Wow, guess who got super dark, super fast, super Jackie fast. Cation. I'll be over here, dude. And well, listen. you know how cheerful the dark forest is. It's just cheerful. My other <laughs> podcast is so cheerful that I come here and I get to be super we dark get to, comedy. Get to dump and be mad. So Bill Cosby arranged. Oh right, arranged finally. finally. Yeah. And it's weird. I'm like, do we even have to talk about? It? I mean, you know, I he's a comic, but he's a rapist. He's a serial rapist who right. should I think, have been arrested decades ago. Right, and, and I, no one believed him. Does anyone is anyone wondering what kind of jokes he's writing? <laughs> I uh, I do want to see his junk, his new junk. I bet she has a. I bet she has like three or four new bits that he's working on. Yeah, and it couldn't happen to a nicer guy that he has nowhere to fucking work on him. And so, because do you think he'll show up at open mics? Because he's a comic. That my my I uh, tweeted that I hope his his cellmate is an aspiring comic and is constantly going. Do you think oh. this is funny? And it's not. Like he's not good. Oh, that, uh, I would. You know, it, we you... used to wish prison rape on the. No, yeah, I wish an no. aspiring not funny comic to be his cellmate anybody anybody's yeah 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 Yeah. well what i i think um yeah i i actually will be very i'd be very surprised if he wasn't going to open mics 
Because that's a guy who needs to do stand up. No, no, I no. He's um, well, he can't. Too soon, he'll be in prison. But right. he's not. He's also been catered to for the last fifty years. Right. You know, in but terms remember of remember Seinfeld's. The, yeah, he's no Seinfeld. No, no. Oh, he is no Seinfeld. Right. Yeah. He doesn't in have many that ways. ethic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he does. I think he's used to. Or just showing up and um, yeah, riding being, the wave. Hello, Mr. Cosby. Right this way, Mr. Cosby. Here's your dress. I mean, th- those guys yeah. don't go to open mics. Okay. They can't do it. They can't switch. Okay. You know, and he didn't start an open mic. So it's not if, like like even if I were a horrible person, I don't know how <laughs> I don't know how I would stop doing stand up. Right. Like if if <laughs> I would still I would be like, where can I pick up a set? And I would, you know, go down to the Silver Lake Lounge at five o'clock. <laughs> you know? Listen. But but I too am no Cosby. It we're, turns out our Cosby we're is no Jackie Cation. Energy worrying about Bill Cosby's career when we're going to plug our friend, oh. our female comic friend, yeah, yeah. who we really love a lot. Who we, right. you Canadian know, once a week. Yeah, um, once a week we we're like going to say this is com- this is a comic who's really funny and you should know. And right. maybe comedy people know who she is, but I don't think she's she's general she public more, famous. And she sh- everyone everyone we pick in hilarious should know Deborah D. Giovanni. Yes, Deborah D. Giovanni. First of all. Charm oozing out of every pore mm-hmm. of her body. The writing is exceptional. Yes. Uh, the, the stage president is great. Deborah D. Giovanni, look into it, folks, because uh, she's unstoppable. She's, she's also like, um, there's a lot of comics there's where... There's an old Netflix uh, special. Yeah, she has hers. an old Netflix. Yeah. That's, I just, uh, she tweeted that it had, Netflix has brought it back. It's like a yeah. special. But, um, you know, a lot of comics you see and you go, ah, okay, that person's pretty good. Then you check in two years later, you're like, yeah. what the fuck? You've been working? You know, the yeah, yeah. Oh, the blow. Yeah. And then, and Deborah, like a- and well, Canadian comics in general, but Deborah in particular had done all that work in Canada. So yeah. she came here as a headliner. And I remember being on, we talked about this, the hat show with her. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, hey, nice. You know, I hadn't really seen her. And then, I, and, you know, I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. Uh, going over my own dick jokes. Right, right. You got. And, <laughs> and um and then i just hear uh, the uh, stamping of feet and pounding of table and audience and i'm like who the fuck is this and she was crushing and she yeah. she just has headliner energy she's yep. somebody you'd be like go take the friday late show you're I mean, yeah, you could it doesn't trust even her to matter. do anything. Yeah, yeah. I think she she's could, a great club. Yeah, comic. I think she could play any. I'm, I'm, I'm certain of it that she could yeah. play any room. You know, from casinos yeah. to cruises to dirtbag yeah. one nighters. Nice, yeah, you know, nice, cool person and, and awesome. Oh my god, and and a decent human being. Yeah, that yeah. can that be the rule? Is that <laughs> is that we, we could pick the our new favorite women comics that people don't know about, but they also have to be someone that we would also want to hang out with. That cuts out two people I can think of. But, Damn it! You know what? That's cool. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Fair enough. All right. Um, so. I took a, I got off Facebook. Um, did, you, did you delete, did you de- deactivate your account? Yes. You know, here's the thing. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm so jealous. I might have to go back on because I realize that's how a lot of book, book a lot of games. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm tired of my worlds colliding. Like, I don't yeah. want the bully from third grade and a Ever. comedian from this life now talking on the same post and and I'm and I feel like my heartstrings are always being pulled of oh remember this guy and remember that and yeah and there's it, when did you do it did you do it in the new year christmas eve christmas eve yeah. wow yeah i was flying back with my kid All right. and i did it on the plane you're like done yeah but i'll, At I'll, least for I'll a be minute. back but it, it is I'm it's just, almost like those dating sites though if you take 3 months off yeah. you can refill the well refill yeah. the well man i am tired of of uh remembering every part of my life like <laughs> i want shit to be in the past and i and i just spent 
the week Fair at enough. home, going through Fair my mom, con. you know, going through all my clippings that my dad kept, and like, do I keep this stuff? Like, I, yeah. How do you throw away oh, right, the a bad review? <laughs> yeah, you, you know about I'll, you? Did he? Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. There's something I was, wor- I was like 91 in 1991. I was working some Napa, some room in Napa, oh, and the, the Napa wine guy came out to review the comedy club. I have never had a parent who has given a shit that much. Oh, my dad kept every. That is very beautiful. Yeah, it's cool, but it's I'm just steeped in nostalgia and memories, and I'm like, I just want to fucking live in 2016 right now. I don't want to. I don't want to live in 1991. And but you know, you've like I found this old um, punchline flyer and the headliners for the month. There were it was six weeks. It was uh, Carrie Snow, Margaret Cho, Judy Gold. Wow, and then the others were um, Alan Hay. Uh, Henry Cho and I forget and David Feldman. So it was okay. half the headliners were women. Yeah, and and I and I just was like, I fucking love San Francisco. And I, right. as I was working in San Francisco, at yeah. Co- I don't know, just. <laughs> I, I, I have too many feelings now. Right. I used to be a hard ass man and right. my kid fucking cut me open and turned me That's into it. this bleeding feeling person and I can't stand it. I want to be hard again. I want I want to write rape jokes. <laughs> like I want to write like hard, nasty shit that might hurt people's feelings, but I have too much empathy. It's ruined me. <laughs> I have this to say, which yeah. is that I think that it, there will be new comedy that comes from a softer, kindler, gentler Lori mm, Kilmartin. Gross. I know that you think it's gross. I think I it's going to be awesome, and I think that uh, that your boy is awesome, and that and he that is, you are. You're, it's just a way that it's there's, you know, I there there I've I've talked to dude comics who are like I don't know what happened when my kid was born. It just I. I cry now. It destroys you. It destroys part of your comedy hardness. And that's good or bad. It's both. I think it can be used for good. I think that you can, you can come. I mean, I'm a lot, I'm a, I'm a kindly, gentler person since I got, since I got love in my life. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I, you talking about your lizard. I was talking about my, my iguana, Tiberius, (laughs) Gracchus, Tiberius, Dracchus. And, uh, (laughs) I'm talking about D and D 3.5. It's, no, I'm, uh, it's, uh, I think, but I think that it 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 opens a whole new. It's like you know yeah. when you go you, when you're writing because I can talk to this to right now is that we we have talked before on episodes that may be aired when we don't uh, have an episode when we're both on the road or mm-hmm. we're too busy to record is the aging process is a big part of what you wanted to talk about on right. this thing and how it's manifesting in this one Jackie yeah. Cation is a bossy fucking Magoo uh, is telling comics what is wrong with their comedy. You know what? They should li- fucking listen to you. If they don't, uh, guess I'll what? Be mad. It's none of my goddamn business <laughs> what anybody else is doing on stage. It's true. But it's and it's the first thing you learn in comedy. Right. Shut it. No. <laughs> nobody has asked for your opinion. They get to do whatever they want I with know. their 10 minutes. And yeah. if it's a nightmare and you follow them, then you can rip them. You yeah. can rip them to shreds. Yeah. If you are on stage after they have been on stage, yeah. when you are standing in the audience, oh, there is absolutely no reason to start yelling, uh, which has happened uh, twice in the last six months. You I'm not, are out of control. I am not the You're hero. You're yelling of, at comedians. Yeah, wait, I'm not wait, the hero wait. of the story. You called me... Um, the night it happened. Yes. Now we we don't usually talk that much during the week. It's but true. You were in such despair. I was. You I felt an really bad about it. I was like, I can't. I was just yelling at this guy. It was. 
Wait, what happened? You okay. were at this. Tell, tell I, the whole. Okay, so I I was doing a gig here in Los Angeles, and there were like five or six guys going up in a row, and I can tell that white, they're funny. White, right? All white guys okay. except for an uh, an Argentinian guy who had been adopted by white people in Orange County. Argentina, so by the way, is uh, considered the Europe of Latin America. It's, he was the. It's he, a white guy. Whatever. They were a bunch of dudes, and they were comedy store guys, and they were good friends, and there were six of them, and and they were genuinely an echo chamber for each other right so they were doing topics domestic abuse mm-hmm. the hilarity of domestic abuse the hilarity of rape the drunkologues and drugologues just essentially just this is me drunk and being this yeah. this guy this is me on drugs being this guy and um and then some inappropriate racial bullshit and but the thing is is they all know each other well enough right that they know that they're kidding and they know that that they're trying to out dark each other right right and right. so they're all laughing and then there's 15 20 other people who are uncomfortable but going oh, i see what you i see what you did there and uh and it's just fucking chinese water torture on me it's like tink yeah. tink 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 and so five guys five guys in a row with this three of the six guys who went up on stage the punchline of one of their jokes was she had a rape mouth whoa i haven't heard that before well they wrote it together who knows <laughs> i don't know what happened an amazing it, writing session we weren't invited to right and i was like I need another punchline because I have I have inappropriate domestic abuse and, I love and sexual dark stuff you, and I and I love you, dark stuff for the sake of dark stuff. <laughs> you do, you, and I and I and I laugh at it myself. So there's no, and it was, and there's no reason for me to just go, oh my god, you're killing me from the audience. <laughs> Sorry, you're killing me, <laughs> and. Uh, it's like what? <laughs> and then I uh, and then I said, "What are you, Beth Stelling's boyfriend?" <laughs> Which is so inappropriate. It's got all kinds of. And I love Beth Stelling, but Beth Stead, yeah. But and and Beth Stelling has been getting so much shit lately for coming out with all this stuff. And I her... think she's gotten more support than shit. So do right? I. So do I. Yeah. Um, so and she was. Listen, th- I mean, you know, hey, I love I love a a great awful rape joke, but I also I. You know, I, I'm like, I appreciate how you put those words together. Like, yeah. it's just an exercise sometimes yeah. in how, how you can do it. And and, and I, I see that there's some sort of Jezelneckian, uh, if I can right. turn his name into an adjective, desire to, to see what you can get away with. Yes. I love that. I feel that like that all the time. I try to apply it to my own emotional life. How can I get the <laughs> You know what I mean? But I... Okay. But... But uh, but I'm also I, between hearing a white guy's ironic rape joke or whatever Beth Stelling is going to come up with now because oh yeah because that I was why she did to hear Beth talk about it talk about 45 minutes about your dead dad really I know it's going to be 45 minutes about her crazy ass relationship with yes. this banana head yeah that and actually isn't a strong enough word to, uh, I'll keep moving no easy lady you, <laughs> yeah slow down you, back you up reserve that talk for Cosby the banana head. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, and I, and I like that she, you know, I kind of do that too with my dad, but how you, she said ahead of time, I'm talking about this. Yeah. And I think she had to, she felt she had to, um, announce it because everyone knew who her ex was Yeah, I, and was like, guess what? It's just going to be awkward for all you guys. If you know him, right. We're all going to be I awkward together. I did because he was an improv guy. Uh, <laughs> stay away from those people. It turns out stay, I, I'm a stand up here. I, <laughs> I was uh, Facebook friends with him until yesterday. And then I was like, oh, we're done now. 
<laughs> and because uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I, I don't want to hear the drama. Mm-hmm. It's bad enough, but I cannot wait for the stand-up. The stand-up because I really I have yeah. a great deal of passion about people writing about what they're passionate yes. about. Yes, and if it is something that's super cold or really dark, that's fine as yeah. long as it comes from a real place inside yes. of you. And but yes. that's gramication, uh, wanting to tell absolutely <laughs> right. every little. But, I mean, other comics are just not going to do that. They, they, and they shouldn't have to. They, I mean, yeah. some of my favorite jokes are when the when it's the victim that suffers in the joke. When it's the microwaved <laughs> baby's fault. You know, I mean, I love that shit because it's so wrong. You know, right. it, it's but but, it, but they but, have to be really well done. I mean, right. those are really it is hard a to learn pull skill. Off. It's a learned so skill. So when you're yeah, if you're tracking a comic before they've really learned how to do it, it is painful. Oh, it's like then listening to you, someone learn to play the violin. Yes, yes, it isn't right. Yes, you know, you Anthony Jeselnik, I think probably does it better than anybody right now. He's he's got it going on, but but everyone sees that stuff. You know, they're like, yes. hey Jeselnik, I want to yeah. be like that. I want to be like Sarah Silverman yeah. with the racial stuff. And yeah, I want to be like this and you're or zach galifianakis and you're like okay those are learned skills yeah and, and try not to do it in a book show years, or a gig yeah yeah and try and not to do it in a paid and, gig yeah and and like I, I i will say this even doug stanhope yeah. does some of the coldest darkest stuff oh, yeah. i've ever heard in my life right but you never get the impression that he's doing it from a place of meanness no he lives it it's, he lives it. His heart yeah. is for everybody in that horrible yes. joke. Yeah, yeah, He is yeah. on everybody's side yeah. in the worst fucking joke yeah. you've ever heard in your life. In fact, I, yeah, I, I, I'm glad you brought his name up because I was thinking about him when you were talking earlier about how Stan Hope, you know, like, that's another guy. Yeah. I'll, I, I don't know what his rape joke would be or what he – you know, like, I want to hear his point of view because of how – how long he's lived, how how full how, his life has been. Right. He brings in all of his experiences into yes. his stories, and I I love hearing them. Right, his know? his life is very messy on yes. purpose. Yeah, and it informs all of his stand up. So it's kind of it's it's just fun to you yeah. don't leave the room. It's like Chad Daniels. Yeah, you don't leave the room when Chad. Yeah. In my case, I yeah. never leave the room when Chad Daniels is on stage. Yeah, because I don't know how it's gonna go. I know you don't know who he's gonna turn on in the audience. <laughs> he does. Snap. <laughs> he snaps. And it's the best. He, I guess he was at the punchline earlier in the summer and he <laughs> snapped at it. I mean, uh, San Francisco audiences are very, they will cause you to snap. You know, <laughs> but they have gone, they've become incredibly white, very, uh, very techy, very like, you know, it, it's a bunch of white people that don't hire minorities, but they're very sensitive about my, mm. so any, like that's any perfect. kind of racial. That's what, we're, that's what we're looking for yes. in some sort of weird dystopian future. Yeah, and they're all incredibly well. It, it's Spooky. It's this weird. Uh, it's changed quite a bit, yeah. you know. Um, so uh, there was various levels of snapping by many comics this week <laughs> on the audience, you know. But yeah, but nobody snapped at other comics. But that's where I'm at. So what do you? Um, yeah, what else do you want to talk about? You got anything? Let's see. Um, you had a list. I did have a list. Okay, so I told I uh, told a guy on OK Cupid that I'm a comic, and then. Oh, of course, because you have to. He d- went. He did ask. He's like, "Hey, let me go see a show." Like, okay, guess what? I'm not trying to get audience members on OK Cupid. Okay, I'm not trolling. <laughs> right. This is not my let career. Me give you tickets to f- my next show at Flappers. <laughs> like, you know what? Let's go on a date. Um, Can but, we just go on a date? But then I kind of steered it away from yeah. that, and then 
we're going to talk on the phone. This is, I move very slowly. I want, right. I want messages. You better impress me verbally, and then we'll talk on the phone. Chitter chat. Okay, so what I would do is I would have the email exchange. Yeah. And then I would – we'd talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then um, – and then we would have like a coffee lunch. Yeah. The greatest thing Andy Ashcraft ever did was he said, "Do you get, do you like breakfast?" And I was like, <laughs> "It's my favorite fucking meal." And uh, and then we met at that the breakfast. That is a brilliant opening line. <laughs> yeah. The woman who says no, you cross off your list. Right. Exactly. Who is that? And uh, and and when I and Danielle mm-hmm. Koenig, who comic and writer, who's uh-huh. very funny, uh, I told her that when we first met, he had a pointy wizard beard. Yeah. And uh, and a, and he has an iguana. And Danielle Koenig was like, "Either one of those are deal breakers. I don't understand <laughs> why you kept what." And I was like, at that point, I was actually I had met so many like because there was a very good looking guy who was like hey do you want to go out and uh and he, i said all right well let's meet for coffee and he said well i don't drink coffee and i said oh well that's a little <laughs> oh, bit no. of a deal breaker oh, no. but i didn't say that <laughs> he said do you uh do you, let's go out for drinks and i was like i sadly do not drink and uh, and he goes oh well let's have dinner and i said that sounds nice it sounds like a kind of a, a big i mean i don't want to go anywhere fancy he was like i want to take you somewhere fancy wow you've already had three arguments no shit. Uh, this is a guy who, by the way, was very See, now handsome. To me, I would go out with him. At that point, right. we've had enough arguments for me to go, this is oh, a possible we, we got some in the bank. We got some in the bank. We won't even have to go there. So I show up and he is, he's already had two drinks before dinner. And we sit down. He has a drink with dinner. Yeah. It's a very fancy restaurant. He ends up, it's uh, expensive. And I so am a you, comic. Do you... Did you pay? No. No, I offered to pay half yeah. uh, because I was at the point where I was like, well, you're not – I mean – and I don't know how you are, but I was raised that you kind of have to at least put out a little. Yeah, I was raised that way too. It's the dumbest. I don't, and I, it I'm, isn't okay. I'm still it's, astonished that women don't. don't feel like that. And, and I'm like, great. How, how, I wish my head was that way. Yes. I, I'm – but I, I actually because I'm I was flawed. Well, well, the thing is, is not it's from a just, guy's point of view, though. No, well, and it, but it's, but the right guy. That's yeah. a flawed idea because, and this guy was like, no, no, I'm not doing this, and he wasn't a bad guy. Yeah, he was just he literally. But I have to say this is that the last email I got before him before we went out to dinner, he said, "So what do you do?" And I said, "Well, I'm a stand up comic." And he goes, "Oh, I used to do stand up. I hate stand up comedy." Oh my god! And I said, "Well, then we should not go out." <laughs> Because it's what I do, and it's kind of what I am. Yes, and he it's said, what you are. And yeah. he said, mm-hmm. no, no, I don't mean anything by it. Yes, it turns out you might have. Well, and then we went out, and we did not have a great time. No, you but, didn't. And, it, and we didn't go out again. But he was a nice enough man. He was just clearly looking for a different woman. The, the hard thing to explain is, like, I, I'm, a, I'm steeped seeped steeped in <laughs> i have been dipped into stand-up comedy like go. a tea bag and water it, yeah. it it permeates my right. entire body every cell of me is a comic right and i just against any kind of logic i keep doing comedy <laughs> i mean there's there's no reason why i would uh and i got, I got and, reasons. And I have plans reasons? for yes. more right you know? right always like i might i, I might become a a, a pursue citizenship in Luxembourg, um, so that I can be uh, so a I can perform there. as uh, that'll I'll, I'll do you be have a, eligible. Do you have the option? Are you eligible the, to be, have be in Luxembourg? Luxembourg? Has this insanely liberal? If you are fifth generation, and um, 
I think anyone in Wisconsin is potentially fifth generation <laughs> Luxembourg. Okay. Because they all went to this one part of Wisconsin. I, what, I've been going into my family's roots. Right, right. Because you're, anyway, you're also dipped in feelings. Yes. I have a, <laughs> I have a great, great grandmother who fits the exact specifications okay. of what they said ha- can be your, your, uh, the furthest back your ancestors. And is Luxembourg in the EU? It's got to be right. It's one of those little middle tax of havens. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a like it, it's it has like its own little language, but they either speak German or French. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I will. I when my kids in high uh, in college, I'm going to Luxembourg. All right. Why not? I want to. I, I just asked Andy. There's probably yesterday. a lot of reasons why not. Well, there's that. Uh, but, you, but you'll probably get to play Paris, and I'll be like, ah. Oh, yes, I will. Lori Kilmartin got to do stand-up in Paris. <laughs> someone did say to me, do you speak French? And I was like, no, I don't think you have to. I don't think, I think it's yeah, all right. I don't I think, think Tom speaks French. <laughs> I don't think Tom speaks French. <laughs> he might, though. Why, why, why would we even laugh why, Yeah, why that? would we judge? I have shitty college French left over. Anyone? Si j'étais un garçon, je l'ai en I wish I could speak it. It That's sounds a dick so joke. beautiful. It's Good. the if-then statement. It is? Yeah. If I were a boy, I would have a penis. Oh. Yes, on ZZ. It's what little kids would call their, like, their pee-pee. Oh, wow. Uh, and I don't know if the female version is Zizette. <laughs> but I've always wondered. Zizette is a beautiful name. It's a beautiful... <laughs> Zizette Ashcraft. If, I, uh, yes. uh, because uh, I was so embarrassed that I hadn't seen Star Wars when we spoke last week, yes. I went and saw it last... Oh, I had this crazy pregnancy And you have a nine-year-old boy. There's yeah. no reason not to I see Star Wars. I haven't seen him in a week. I've been in right. heaven. Okay. He, but he's meeting me here. I, t- I, I resume custody in about like 35 minutes. And he's taking the bus? No, his dad's going to drop oh, thank him off God. here. It might there be awkward. Go. Just don't, don't, <laughs> don't pretend, leave me like, pretend like everything's normal. Everything's normal. Yeah. So um, but so last night I had this this corporate, or not a, a private party. They emailed me. They'd seen me in a show. Oh. Uh, how much would you charge to do a little sh- uh, All performance of yes. Yes, at our house? And I go, oh, and so I just, I was like, all right, what's the amount that will, I won't resent the fact that I have to worry about. Never say no without a number. There you go. So I gave him a number and then I got to the house and I clearly could have asked for three times the amounts. That's the worst about never say no without a number. It is painful. They were the nicest people. It was the easiest show. It was painless and right. oh that's good it was a nice a little well, chunk of money but it was I, a nice chunk yes. of money so then when you could have asked for a gajillion dollars a lot more <laughs> and but then i went to star wars which uh, and then you just went to star wars by yourself yeah i did without your yeah, boy because you know what i'm a tree that leans over to the right because the wind's been blowing <laughs> me and i can do shit by myself all you the can, time but i'm surprised you didn't go see like i don't know Something else, uh, some other movie that like, uh, like but sisters or something. Yeah, something. Well, I want to see Hateful sisters. Eight. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, well, I, I just wanted to be able to talk to you about Carrie Fisher. Oh, okay. oh that's awesome. And and plus, you had seen Star Wars last week, and I, I'm starting to feel like yes. I'm not an American. So, right. I'm like, I got to see it. You got to go see it again with the. Do you think he's oh seen it already? God. Do you think he's seen it already? Uh, I don't know. Let's try not to say his name too much. Okay. Oh, fair um, enough. Okay. Yeah, just in case. Oh, do you want to? Can you bleep it? What do you do? Would you, you, just you bleep take it? it? Out. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, so, you, so, you, uh, are, will you it. go see it? You'll go see it again, maybe with my son. Yeah, no. I'll say my son, but I just don't want to say his name. Of course. Yeah, you can yeah. leave that in that I don't want to say his name. Yeah, yeah, just you know, let him. You know what? Let him grow he, up without it. It doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need to be coasting off my podcast fame. You know, <laughs> yeah. and let him start Make his your own, own podcast. Way. Make your own way. That's right. It's um, a, I saw Bullet. That came out in 1968. Yeah, uh, I just saw it. Movie, I right? just saw it. Yeah, it was okay. Right. Let's go back to let's bullet. go back to Star Wars. Say bullet. 
for a day when absolutely nothing's happening and we'll review a movie from 45 years ago. Nice work on the math. Anyway, so uh, what uh, so did you, you liked it? I love it. Had you seen the original three? I have, yeah. Okay. And um but I, I didn't I don't have this spiritual connection, you know, right. to them. And you know, I don't know, maybe I maybe because I read Joseph Campbell before I saw Star Wars, I'm <laughs> like, Oh yeah, check, 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 check. I yeah, get I it. guess I see what he's everyone doing. the hero's journey got it. Okay. Right. Hero's um, journey, but it's also a space western. Yeah. So super fun. Yes. I it enjoyed is. it. Yeah, but the new the new one was really great. Yeah. And uh, loved Ray, the female lead, yep. played by Ray Kenobi, uh, Ray Skywalker, Dis- whatever her na- name will Daisy turn out Ridley. to be. Yeah, yeah, she was great. Um, Ray yeah. Kenobi, you think yeah. she's related to Obi Wan Kenobi? He's our only hope. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all I know is that my, my only, what I wish for, yeah. and I, I, lo- I loved it without reservation. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, but the what I did, I do wish, but this is with all movies, is yeah. that there, the Americans didn't have such a damn love of a dynasty, of a of a royalty, oh, of a family. Right. Why can't it just be a, like a regular, like anyone can get a letter from Hogwarts? What the fuck? <laughs> it's why does it have to be ah, somebody's kid? Yeah. The British author didn't didn't have the American. Yeah. Hermione was just a, she was just a regular walking around muggle. Right. And then she got the letter because she had magical anyway. So, uh-huh. but so, but yeah. how great was it that there were women everywhere and there were people of color everywhere? Yes, yeah. It was remember awesome. that's what I was talking about last. Yeah, week. and it wasn't. It didn't feel for. It wasn't. It didn't feel like somebody was saying, "Look how diverse I am." It just right. felt like we cast cool actors and and. And then you just know, made the background into a in, into a more global look to it. Yeah, it's definitely. like we're out in space now. Who was Lupita? Was Lupita one of the voices? Yeah, she played the Linda Hunt character. Oh, that was yes. her. Okay, <laughs> I right. wanted it to be Linda Hunt. I can uh, see. Yeah, no, I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. it's because uh, um, I, I have a reference to the Year of Living Dangerously. Anyway, <laughs> which is also from you're aging. Years ago. It's aging forward because that's like from the seventies. <laughs> the late seventies. So I can't 80s. wait till your eighties step reference. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, what did I but see? Carrie Fisher oh, right. was so, trolled uh, horrifically by for, for aging, right? Um, and then somebody at the New York Post wrote an article like, "If you don't like it, then don't be an actress." Right? Like, the, let's say that guy's you, name, you Kyle fucking Smith, young white yeah. male piece of shit. <laughs> I don't normally go, but what? Well, the I'm going to make something sweeping. Show sir. a little respect. Right. This woman has had a career for a really long time. Right, and she's on the internet, and she gets yeah, she and, and she's getting and she's getting a lot of bullshit that is exceptional, and she's just going, "Hey, stop, stop doing that." Yeah, that's uh, right. It's, uh, I, and I liked what she said. She said, "I have three feelings left. You're hurting them, <laughs> and you're hurting all of them." <laughs> I didn't mind that. Yeah, and, and I, I don't think that like he literally, if his name is Kyle Smith, and it was a New York Post thing, mm-hmm. and he literally said something like, "This week." Fisher had herself a Twitter, a twitten, a, a tantrum, a twit tantrum, a twit tantrum. No, it's and I was like, tweet. that isn't even. Yeah, uh, just, th- that's stop just being you're clever being clever and cute. You're just he's uh. just being. And he was like, oh, no one would know the name Carrie Fisher if it weren't for her ability to leverage her looks. I'm sorry, isn't she the daughter of Eddie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds? She yeah. would have found work anyway. Yeah. It would have all worked out and, for her. And but you know, I love Carrie Fisher, but she's not. Uh, she was never a hottie. She no. always looked smart. That's yeah, why yeah. it was so weird to see her in the in the slave Leia outfit because it's like, no, that's not that's the librarian who puts the librarian at all. in the slave outfit. Yeah, that's why it was so jarring. You right, know? right, because she was a she was a mercenary. Yeah. and she was a, a a rebel fighter, and she 
was always she's like give me the gun right and, yeah. and in the rest of her career was never based on her looks it was she nope. wrote she wrote memoirs she wrote uh, she wrote the screenplay for yeah. uh whatever her movie, oh, of, that movie the better about, mother yeah. relationship so it was never based on so that's com- that's not even accurate no and, and this um, guy's just taking pot shots for no reason yeah and and it's you know I think it's 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 tough when you're famous when you're young because people will always compare you to when you were 19. Right. Thank right. God you and I. Right. We're never going to have that problem because we are well kept <laughs> secrets if, in show business. If we get famous next year, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll be compared to how we looked when we were fit. You know, like yeah, we'll always look not be. too bad compared to our famous. <laughs> hey, it's working out. Oh my God. So now you're seventy. Okay. Yeah. Like you know, Helen Mirren. I guess she was she was famous in Britain, but not really in the states until the last ten years. And right. Everyone's like, she looks amazing, and no one really compares her <sighs> to her former self. When you see a picture of young, young Helen Mirren, it's Stunning, but famous. she doesn't get shit on because we right. discovered her when she was old. So I go to the or. Cap City uh, Comedy Club yeah. probably ten years ago, mm-hmm. and they have a uh, maybe whatever six years ago, and they have a headshot from twelve years ago, fifteen right. years ago, and I was like, "Hey, I sent you new headshots." <laughs> I don't oh, uh, advertising you. Are they using? Yeah, like yeah, t- yeah. <laughs> so it was this very beautiful shot that Andy yeah. Kindler's wife took of yeah. me. She's an amazing portraiture. Yeah, and um, and. <laughs> I forget who said, said, oh, I just really like that picture. You look really good in that picture. And I was like, well, I got a really great baby picture of myself, too. Do you want to put that one up? It's like, because they're not going to see that person. (laughs) That lady is not coming. (laughs) Because that was me when I was 29. Oh, my God. It's fine. But whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I, I was. But Carrie uh, Fisher, I think Carrie she, Fisher does look kind of cool. She looks, she looks great for herself. Fine. She looks her, exactly her age. The, it, the other thing, like, but she looks more. She looks better in her age because she's from here and she has a team. Yeah. So uh, fifty nine in Wisconsin looks much older. Oh, it looks like the yeah. Averys. It looks uh, right, like everyone right. from making a murder, <laughs> even the people who are twenty five, they look fifty. And, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's trouble. Um, but you know. Somebody like there are also very good-looking people in Wisconsin. Let me just say, <laughs> just as a defense of my state, you do get attacked for your uh, cheese for, consumption. For any sort, no, no, but okay. you you accidentally slammed North Platte, Nebraska, because uh, Comedy Central edited out some context. The punchline, yeah. <laughs> so out the, the context. That's what so I call every, the punchline. Yeah, that's context. the context. Oh, good. Um, yeah, so you do need to so state every, that. Yes, I do, because every four years, whenever Comedy <laughs> Central re-airs that thing from two thousand three, I get four evil messages people going you know that's just just cruel and i was like oh wow it's so long everyone's dead bin laden's dead the guy <laughs> that laden heckled died. me because uh, it was a bin and laden you know what? they're all swimming in oil money those uh or right fracking they're, money they're or right they're they're just go go get yourself in uh i don't know uh something that will hold you above the earthquakes it's fine <laughs> it's I like how you you didn't have the word in your head and you just you just kept going because well, you're that's a professional comedian. That's right. I will just you know keep what? going. You're like, I'll find something yes. and then I'll get out of this. Somebody ask for my opinion about something I don't know about. Let's do this. <laughs> that's what comedy is all about. So so somebody like Christy Brinkley, who I think is almost the same age as Carrie Fisher. I don't know really? if you've seen her lately. No. She Christy looks Brinkley, Billy amazing. Joel's. Yeah. First, but she, she looks, was a supermodel. She was right? a so, supermodel. So she was born with a skeleton she was that was born. All, yeah, she's born beautiful, yeah. and she kept it up. And she, it, who, right? She's however, been doing sit-ups and whatever it, she does. However, right? she did it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's 
like that's the only acceptable way to turn 60 <laughs> is you have to look like Christy Brinkley. Right. That that if, does if, seem if like an attainable goal. Were, yeah. Yes, that seems like an attainable goal for the rest of us. That seems excellent. That, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be I can't wait to look like Christy Brinkley when I'm 60. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. And our, our my hiatus ends today. This is the last day of my this hiatus. the last day. Tomorrow you're writing for Conan again. Go right back Did to work. Did you see Conan's tweet the other day? He Which said, I like, I like to think of myself as the kind of boss that brings donuts to work. Oh, yeah. It's enough that this, that this, it's a thought, right? And you know what? That dude brings it on the Christmas presents. He oh, got that's us awesome. some really, yeah. That's very he's, beautiful. He's a great boss. He yeah. Likes, he likes to pretend he's horrible, but he's not. He's really <laughs> awesome. Uh, I like uh, but hair. I've been super uh, disconnected from current events, um, happily so, but I happily. It's, it's about to end. Right, right. You're about to get, talk about a tea bag being yes. dipped in the news. Yeah, yeah. I need to find out if it's steeped or seeped um, because I need to. <laughs> I like that metaphor. I, I want to use it, it again, but I want I'm, it to I'm, be I'm gonna accurate. I'm going to go steeped because steeped is uh, is the way to go. So what about this? Uh, there's this New York comic named Lane Moore. Okay, and she has a show where she goes through Tinder, mm-hmm. and uh, and people love it. But by f- I think my well, favorite wait, explain thing- more than what she does well she just she swipes so and it, makes fun is it connected I, to a her phone's connected her phone, to a screen i believe so in, in new york it's yeah. a new york show and uh and i've heard about it but i've never seen it but there was an article in cosmopolitan and she lane moore does write for cosmopolitan but a woman named rebecca rose wrote about uh i think she used to write for jezebel rebecca rose yeah well that sounds about right too because it's it's um but it's it's interesting Oh, yeah, yeah. And Cosmopolitan, just as an offshoot, is getting a lot cooler. It used to be like a joke women's magazine. Yeah. And the internet presence is a little more. You sure it's not the aging process that you're like, no, it's fine now. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) No, Jackie, I have very young tastes. Okay. I'll have you know. Oh, okay. Go. I have a story when you're done. Oh, I was just going to say that. So the Tinder thing is, I guess, so... But what she's actually done is she's curated some Tinder things where guys are wearing the feminist T-shirt. Yeah. They've photoshopped the word feminist with an arrow to themselves. Oh, my God. And they're like, if I could just get laid because you're going to want in on this, ladies. <laughs> and, uh, and she's just like, I get what you're saying, gentlemen. If you could – it just – it's a little on the nose. It's a little too much pandering and everybody wants to get laid. So you, you know, don't have to do that. You got to appreciate a guy that's willing to – Try anything. <laughs> well, I'll it even is a believe game. in women's rights. Yes, I'll, do I'll it. even believe. Well, yeah, I'm thinking of I don't know. Just as my avatar, just a giant arrow that just says "not a racist, not a racist." <laughs> when will black people hang out with me? more <laughs> Asians? Looking for Asians because I'm not a racist. But it just it seems like such a lot of work. It is a lot of work. But you know what? Guys want to get laid. It's true. Me too. They have to do all the work. Me too. It's Luckily, I'm married. So I was on on the way home from yeah. New Year's Eve. I took BART, which is the sub the train in uh, it stands uh, for San Francisco, area Bay Area Rapid Transit. So there I took we go. BART back to Pleasant Hill, but it was the New Year's Eve BART train. It was the last train leaving BART at 3 a.m. Wow! And it was really fun. Uh, I was completely invisible. I was by far 20 years older than everyone else on the train. Oh, and weird. Nobody because oh, it was BART time. Yeah, it was it was the end of New Year's Eve, and okay. it's just hungover, drunk, right. not even hungover yet, going right. to be hungover in fourteen hours. Right, just sort of vacantly staring, drunk, people. wild, sure, and like to the right of me, there are two guys. One guy is just going through a gun magazine saying which gun he wants to buy, and the guy <laughs> in front of him, it's white and black, and they're both bonding over 
this some some pistol and I'm like they're but they're so it's so loud and broy that I'm like neither of you have ever touched a gun am I correct <laughs> okay and but no no one cares that I'm there and then right. I, I sit down and the women acro- there's three young women across from me maybe two Hispanic and one I'm guessing Cambodian because she was Asian but she nice had kind work. of a white nice you, sure. yeah, you know that it's sure. like kind of a whiter face mm-hmm. and really pretty cheekbones and they were just beautiful and they were like doing self they're just having like what I think it's a great time out. for 22 yeah. out, you know, selfies and po- all this dumb Kardashian posing and stuff. And I'm just looking at them smiling and they're just like, oh, the old lady's amused by us. <laughs> and then the Cambodian girl um, and the uh, guy with the gun magazine are talking and he's like, he has pot and he wants to, you know, he's yeah. dying to get laid. It's, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's I very pot. amusing. Is there anything? And she's like, <laughs> I'm actually something? a dealer in Arizona. <laughs> Like, this is how not threatening I am. No one thinks I'm a cop. No one even no thinks, one thinks, you're thinks a I'm going to call the cops. No one thinks I'm there. You they were Rizzolian Isles. You should totally have Rizzolian Isles, those guys. He, she sold him pot, and they were they were having this exchange right in front of me. It was, but isn't amazing. it legal? What? No, it's no, not. It's no, no, not no, legal no. to it's do it medicinal, that way. Medicinal, but she okay. wasn't a doctor. <laughs> Right, she was probably a barista. Yeah, right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but it was it was just interesting, and and then you know we all, myself and the three girls, we happened to get off of Pleasant Hill, which is the sleepiest suburb of all suburbs. That's a train we get on. Right. You know, and we're all just. I don't know. I just witnessed a drug deal on the bar train, <laughs> and then they were like, "I'm like, be safe, guys. Have I, a good I night." I felt like a right. Like they're, sister or mother or something so, yeah and and i never did that when i was their age but i was like i'm glad somebody is you know yeah, i'm sure glad everybody's what, living their lives to the yeah, fullest who, who, why should everyone be a depressed comic like me at 22 <laughs> you know you i are, wish i'd worn shitty high heels that hurt my legs and just gone out too late <laughs> wow you know I don't all know. right well don't a lot of regrets <laughs> don't have regrets. that regret man varicose veins but what i what <laughs> you know what i did for new year's eve mm-hmm. i know it's gonna be pretty exciting we went over to friends and we uh, um, played board games. We played oh, board cool. games. We played like six board games, one after another. I haven't played that many board games in in a long time. You know, Andy's a game designer, so he's always playing some game or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, we got uh, Timeline, the board game, which is uh, Timeline is a history. It's an awesome history nerd game. And I'm sitting next to my friend Phil, and Phil is he there's not enough cards for everyone to play so phil is just doing that thing that i would totally do because we're all a little smarter or a little not as smart as we think we are so like we'll play the timeline and uh phil will go oh yeah i knew that and i was like dude you didn't know that any i was like you could have helped me and told me uh, the order of when the bikini was invented i mean it's just essentially like a, it's it's educational it sounds like a very grown up way to spend new year's eve it's totally sober i bought a shrimp ring cuz uh, i have shrimp ring history and uh, realized in the end of it all that uh, i don't What's a care. shrimp ring? What's it's a ring of shrimp with a co- with a cocktail sauce in the middle. You buy you them know, for about thir- thirteen dollars over at the grocery store. They say they're the cockroaches of the ocean. Uh, they're full of Prozac now because you know we flush all of our drugs down the toilet. Yeah, and the shrimp have absorbed all of the all of the uh, the moderating mind drugs. Interesting. So you. You don't get high off a of shrimp, but you don't care anymore. <laughs> You're just like, I don't feel better, but I don't feel anything. It's good. It's good. I don't mind it. So, yeah, but we played that and we played Bang, which is sort of a cowboy game. And then we played, uh, we played, uh, it was, played a lot of really, really fun games. 
Was that sounds fun. cool. Yeah, it was actually. And then it was. I hope I never do that, but that right. sounds cool. It isn't anything that you would really be interested <laughs> in. And then we had Martinelli's at midnight. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I am 107 years old. Weirdly <laughs> enough, though, I was born 107 <laughs> years old. So you, even though you don't have kids, you should be a grandmother one. Right? I don't That's understand why. Yeah, that it is. is. Well, my sister came. Uh, I saw so much of my family over this this uh, this holiday, and every single one of my nieces and nephews, I have yelled at. Yeah. Every single one. Uh, where I'm just like, that isn't okay. Stop doing that. <laughs> you did give my I, son the I wet for one time. That's I, exactly. But I couldn't tell him. Like, sometimes I can't tell with my kid. I'm like, is he just a loud guy? Or is this, like, if I had another kid, I'd go, oh, no, this I one's see loud what and needs to be silent. No, it was, I don't know what, he, but I, that's, the thing that happened with your son is exactly the thing that has happened with every one of my nieces and nephews. So you're just a cranky lady who doesn't. I'm, well, like it just eventually it just becomes too much. And I'm like, you have to put that down. <laughs> you have to put that down. We're going to we're going to. And I'm like, and the thing is, is every single niece and nephew has gotten over it much faster than every of one of my siblings. <laughs> every one of my siblings. Oh, the, the parents. get Yeah. The, the, yeah. My sister was like, not not cool. And I was oh, like, really? fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I get that. But uh, what you should know is because we gave the kids, um, my niece is eight, my nephew's five. We gave the kids Star Wars outfits. Uh, my, my older niece got the Ray outfit. Oh, cool. And, uh, and the boy got uh, the Anakin cowl yeah. hood cloak and he can see through it. And he's little. He's five, right? So it just goes over his head almost entirely. But he's like, I can totally see. And then yeah. I have them. I'll show you a picture. It's them posing in, I don't in, in see Ninja. It. You don't I do want to see it. Care. I will. You're good, and uh, you're very polite. And uh, but the, but I but what made me laugh? Uh, the, the whole holiday thing it was pretty good. It was um, we drove up. We spent uh, we spent the Christmas Eve day with my with my uh, lesbian in laws. Mm-hmm. My Andy has two moms, and uh, oh, neat. We helped them make ham and move and 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 mess around. And Aww. I I'm as close as they have to it. But you were helping your mom because your mom's moving in, right? Yeah. Yep. So you got to find a place to put all of her stuff, or yep. what are you guys doing? Like I said, we were, we, and we should. This reminds me, we should wind down because, <laughs> right, right. I gotta get, I gotta get it together, to get you guys. No, and, yeah, we're. Uh, so where are you working? Not this week, but next week. Uh, I'm just now. I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, that's right, because you're uh, off a for at least a month straight. So I'll just be doing spots in LA, and I'll, I tweet them. Uh, Anylaurie16 is my Twitter handle, and when I have a spot, I'll tweet it. Excellent. I'm at JackieCation.com, and I. Uh, Dork Forest back next week, and I'm in Tacoma, and then I'm at Sketchfest in San Francisco, awesome. your hometown, and cool. then I'm doing some weird benefit up in Seattle for Kermit Appeal. You know Kermit, don't you? Yeah. Why does he need a benefit? Uh, his uh, oh, his high school. Oh, yeah, his kids' high school. Oh, okay. All He's right. like, will you come up and do stand up comedy for my kids' high oh, school? Cool. And I'm like, yeah, we're not young. Yeah, we're not young people. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's not like you had a motorcycle accident. Let's just do this. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, so I'm uh, doing the road. Okay. A bunch, but hopefully we'll we'll record again. Yeah. <laughs> this is our <laughs> this our, this is our second episode. And Goodbye. And done. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Bye. Uh, check out Deb G- D Giovanni. Yeah. Check out Deb G G D Giovanni. <laughs> Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 